This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds. They are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag Titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be giving away. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth, only be talking the truth, hey. All right, coming to you live, Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. You've got Mike and Sammy across the way, Bogish, with your updates as we take you right up until 9 a.m. Eastern time. Two big hours left to play with right here on CBS Sports Radio and our toll-free line of 855-212-4227. It is brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. I've been talking a lot, Moose, uh, you and I, about this Andrew Luck situation, about Andrew Luck deciding to retire from the NFL and you know pull himself out of that roster. Be no longer with the Indianapolis, Indianapolis Colts. No longer playing football. Yeah. 29 years old. Great player. Great career. Uh, a lot of people have been calling the show uh, disgusting. Let's go out to Houston talk to Speakerphone Jones. Uh, speaking for Jones, what's going on, man? You're on with Taz and the Moose. How you doing, buddy? Hey, guys. I uh, I want to actually start off with a very special hashtag we over uh, from not just Speakerphone Jones, but from Sean Curran to the East Bank Little League Southwest Division World Series champions and Egan Prather, who I couldn't be any more proud of. Okay. Yeah, this, great. This... He was the shortstop for that Louisiana team, right? Uh, catcher. Uh, I think he did some pitching, too. Okay. Just just amazing and i couldn't be prouder of that little guy but it is relating to the topic that y'all are talking about with the andrew luck i think that uh andrew luck barry sanders the one and only tazoo are just shining examples of what these young athletes need to follow that there is a future out there outside of sports no matter how much you love the game don't keep playing the game until you can't stand it anymore you know you have other opportunities in this world and your health and your family and whatever you enjoy doing in life is far more important than bringing your body down to where it can't function anymore for a sport that you'll grow to hate instead of love. Yeah, there you go. That's... Well, there you go. Well said, Speaker. Speaker Phone Jones, we appreciate it. Uh, and we over, homeboy. Wow. Uh, very emotional call by Speaker Phone yes. Jones. That's not normally the routine with him, but that was very emotional. Uh, another emotional man is out in New Jersey. His name is John. He is John, 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 John. He is John, 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 John. He is John, 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 John from Jersey. John, what's going on, buddy? What's up, Johnny? 
Hey guys, good morning. How are you? Good, man. You a lot of time to talk. I, again, you disappeared. You go on these spurts where you're gone for a few weeks. It's concerning. No, nah, I apologize, Taz. I don't have a good excuse, brother. So no. I won't make one up. No man. problem. I appreciate the honesty. What's going on? Uh, hey, man. Oh, um, a couple things on the Andrew Luck thing. First of all, I don't blame Adam Schefter for anything at all. That's just how our society is. He's an information provider. <clears throat> We're information consumers and can't get enough of it. So I don't think he did anything wrong. All right. Um, as far as the fans go, look, fans can boo whoever they want. They pay their money to get in there. I understand that. But I agree with you, Taz. I thought it was horrible for them to boo him in that situation. I mean, I really did. And look, and I understand that a fan, just by nature, what we are, we're going to be emotional. They're going to react. But to boo him like that when he walked off that field, I, it, it, it just, it looked bad and, I just thought it was terrible. It's a bad look. It is. It's. I mean, Moose, you mentioned earlier about it's not like, uh, I'm paraphrasing what you said, but it's like you said something like, it's not like he got injured and then they booed him as he was leaving the field. And and that, you know, that's horrible. We've seen that in sports. We've seen fans do that. That's bad. This might be worse than that because this guy said, Fanute, I'm done. It's over. And then everyone just was like, what? Boo, you suck. Like, come on. Oh, I can't really? disagree with that more. I mean, a guy is getting carted off the field and you're booing him. That's uh, I, I, that's horrible. I know. I mean, I'm not that, saying it's that's not. Wor- but... That's worse than what transpired on Saturday I mean, they're night. Both really bad. I guess uh, it, but know. I mean, like, I, I mean, I, I, I don't. Uh, everyone, there was no buildup. There was no reports of this. There was no conversation about him thinking about this. They go to a game and they know he's not playing. They know he's not practicing. They know he's dealing with a high ankle sprain. <laughs> And then you're sitting in the stands and you get that kind of news. I, I mean, you know, from my perspective, I, I, I can understand those that are being critical of him. Um, and a lot of people were. Um, I, I get it. Uh, but I, I'm not. I'm going to give him a little bit of a pass on Saturday night. I'm not telling you it was a great look. But I'm also thinking about the fact of the raw emotion of the situation. The fact that they're watching what is a, a legendary player. Uh, call it a career, twenty nine years of age. I, I don't think they're thinking about all of the, all of the different injuries. I don't think they're thinking about you know his mental well being. I don't think they're thinking about all of that. And I, I do think if if you expect him to do that at that stage, I, I think it's a little much. I mean, to, to have a couple days out and think about that is well, one to have thing. compassion that, and be mature. You expect you think that's too much for at fans? At that stage to be stunned, uh, to be all of a sudden you see your your season and your quarterback calling it a career and leaving your football program, I'm going to give him a pass. Well, now also keep this in mind, too. Like People can say the timing of this was bad. This guy left over $60 million on the table. He could have just said to the Colts, you know what, I'm hurt, I can't play. And he could have sat his fat ass on injured reserve all year and collected a check. But he didn't do that. He was a man and, st- and stood up and said, you know what, right. I can't do this. So, and, it, and look, I'm not telling you fans have to sit back and we're thinking about this. I agree with Moose that they're probably thinking, oh, Christ, the season's down the toilet. Our quarterback left. Right. I understand that totally. Right, right. right. I just don't think well, Bill wins the right thing. Yeah, no, and, 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 and like you were saying, you were saying something earlier, Moose here, when, on, on John's call, and it was like about um, there was no reports of this coming up that came out of nowhere, right? You said something like that. Yeah. And so that might have led to, uh, not to put words in your mouth, you're, you're basically saying that might have led to the fans 
being that much more of a shock in all situations. Like everyone was shocked. Right. No, no, I, 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 I was, was shocked, shocked, too. You were shocked. I, mean, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, think everybody I, was shocked. I, I mean, it would, it's but, one thing to hear, you know, if a report came out on Saturday night that Andrew Luck is going to miss the first month of the NFL regular season or mm-hmm. first, yeah. you know, something we speculated and talked sure. about last yeah. week. That it's, would, you could that would not that. be right, surprising. Right. That would not that. be right. stunning. The fact that he's never going to play football again for the foreseeable future, and, he, you know, is, you know, it's stunning. I mean, no, I was stunned. I couldn't, I couldn't believe that I, I will never see Andrew Luck play quarterback in the National Football League again, that I'll never see him line up behind center again. That, that to me, I was absolutely – I could not I – I had to read it like five or six times in order to believe it. And then you got to make sure you're not – it's not one of those uh, – what do you call it? Uh, Bush League accounts that act right. like they're one account. Right. You know, and there's a couple – What that Adam Schefter has that. You know, that they uh, – what do you call it? Like, um, not a hack account. Not a hack account. You know what I mean? Like a parody account. Yeah. 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 So you got to watch that. You know, I, I, the, other, the thing for me, though, too, is like it's what fans have to be careful. And like this, this is what I feel like would happen in Indianapolis with those few that booed. To me, Moose, it's one word that covers that. And that's entitlement. That's entitlement. And that's a bad word, man. That, 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 that they came off entitled. Like, what? You're done and we didn't know this was going to happen? How dare you? Boo! You suck! Go away! That's how I looked at it. You know, yeah, I, I, I looked... I mean, we come from different vantage points. I just look at the raw emotion of the situation. Um, I don't think they're thinking about the big picture. I don't think they're thinking about all of that. I think they're just... They're thinking about their team. Mm. They're thinking about their the drastic measure that their team is is changed, that they're not going to watch... I'm not a Cole fan. I didn't. I didn't grow up in Northern California. I didn't watch Andrew Luck play, you know, locally at, at Stanford. Um, you know, we all watched him over the course of that career at Stanford and watched him in the National Football League. But, you know, I, I also don't have that emotional, same emotional connection. I'm not telling you that I. If I was in Indianapolis on Saturday night, which I was not, I would boo. I would not. I'd be almost kind of taking the entire situation in as being absolutely surreal. And it's probably a situation we'll never see again. The idea that a quarterback in the prime of his career at 29 years of age is walking off the field during a preseason game and his career is over as he's going to call it a career the next day, as reported by an NFL insider, uh, we'll probably never see that situation again. It's probably the one right. and only situation right. we'll yep. ever see that. I just look at it being a very emotional scene. Yeah, no, and, 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 and that's understandable. And, you know, I just was thinking here, you know, we – we had the uh, XFL, the New York Guardians brought this stuff in last week and, and gave us a bunch of merchandise and stuff. We thanked them. They retweeted our stuff, so thank you. I'm bringing them up for a reason, Moose. You had mentioned last week, we were talking about the XFL. Well, what do they need? They need that, that front man, that main court. You see where I'm going. That quarterback. Yeah. They need that yeah. guy. And who is a big wig and running the XFL with Vince McMahon? Oliver Luck. Yeah. The dad of Andrew Luck. <laughs> Now, I know that sounds crazy. Now, this guy could miss football this whole season. And in his heart, miss it. Like, damn, I shouldn't have left. I'm feeling better. And, and dude, you know as well as me, crazy things have happened. This guy's got a lot of money, this kid, Luck. And I'm sure he's got a great rapport and relationship with his dad. He loves his dad, and his dad loves him. You never know. This guy could end up wearing an XFL jersey, you know, for one of these teams. And it could be Andrew Luck. The first big, huge star in the XFL. Now, I know, trust me, I know I could be a conspiracy theorist. I get it. 
But I'm telling you, there's too many things that fit here, and especially Oliver Luck with the XFL. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, Throwing it out there. Yeah. The only issue I have, the only issue I have with that is, is this: is that the Colts are not clawing back at the 24 million dollars that they probably could or legally could right. with Andrew Luck. They're letting him have that money. The respect that Luck has for Ursay and the Colts, I don't think. I don't think Andrew Luck say eight months, ten months, eleven months. Say if he all of a sudden wants to come back and play football, I don't think he would do that to Indianapolis. I'm I'm sure you're right. You're I, probably right. You're, I, you're probably you're probably right. But I'm just I'm saying if that happens, you heard it here first. No, I get. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of people who were throwing out the whole XFL thing. You all know? Right, then you heard it here second. No, I'm not saying no, no. But my point being is that I, you know, kind of joking around about that. I mean. It, then it comes down to, you know, could they afford him? Could they be able to pay him what he's looking to get paid? Taz, I, I don't know. I, I got a sense of of looking at a guy on Saturday night that um, didn't have the passion for the game anymore. Um, he talked about himself that the injuries have taken the joy of football away from him. Right. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I, I I would be I, that'd be another thing if I you know just as shocked as I was on Saturday night if it comes out news that Andrew Luck is the quarterback of the uh, you know the Tampa Bay Vipers uh, mm. isn't that the Tampa Bay franchise it I is, believe it, it is, is right yes, the Tampa yeah. Bay Vipers or the New York Guardians That's, or yeah. yep. uh, you know the uh, the Battle Hawks right, um, yeah. Taz I'd be stunned I, 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 I would be too. I would be, I'd be, too, I'd be absolutely I'll give you credit but I'd be I'd be absolutely yeah. surprised. If that is if that is indeed the case, you're right. They they need that kind of a star. I I I I would be slack jawed. I know, and I'm just thinking on that money end. You, you make a great point about the Colts and with the money, and they they could they could have scratched and thought to get that money, not to do that and give them that money. You're right about that. So that part I get. The eight months and being away from the game, the Colts are moving on. The Colts have moved on already. They have to. So and and Andrew Luck knows that. So I think. If he did go back to football, no matter if it's in the NFL or, crazy enough, the XFL. I mean, if he goes to the XFL, Vince McMahon's got a lot of money. I'm not saying he can afford or he wants to afford to pay this guy what the Colts are giving him. But I do think there's a chance Andrew Luck could go in there to help his dad and do it a little bit cheaper. You know, a little bit less expensive. So his dad's a big part of this XFL thing. And he might want to help his dad make this thing succeed Maybe it's not next year. Maybe it's the second year of the XFL. Yeah, I don't maybe. think we're, I don't think we're done seeing Andrew Luck play football. I think he's going to come think back. You're probably right about that. He's young. I think I think right now the passion's out of him, and I think absence makes the heart grow fonder. I do think he's going to have some time away, and he's going to live his life a little bit and get away from football, and then he's going to miss it, and he's probably going to come back just like I think Urban Meyer is going to coach again. I mean, same thing. I mean, you know. Uh, yeah, we said that at the time yeah. of Meyer. I mean, I, I look at it with the um, with Luck, though. He is a little bit, um, from those in, that are around him, he's a little bit of a, of a different cat where, um, uh, you know, he's a very bright guy. He's got things that he wants to accomplish outside of football. Um, you know, it was his passion. You're right. Maybe when his body's feeling a little bit better. Uh, but... You know, his his body broke down. We talked about it last week. He doesn't have the body of a 29-year-old. He probably has the body of a guy that's 37, 38 yeah, no, years no. of age. You're right. Um, yeah. Because of the amount of beatings that he took on NFL Sundays. Um, and if you want to, if there's blame to go around on on why he's 
decide to call it a career after seven years and playing six seasons. Um, you put it on the Colts franchise for their inability to build an offensive line until they got Chris Ballard in there. Um, yeah, well, and not putting the proper protection around him, Taz. Listen, you might it, maybe three, maybe two years down the line, well, he decides to help out the XFL. I mean, maybe maybe that is indeed the case. Um, I I I would be I would be surprised if he came back and played quarterback in the NFL. That it played quarterback that it's not in the National Football League. Well, and the thing, just not to hammer my point, this kind of hurts my own point about XFL. You just said, and I, and, I, and I thought about it when you were saying, I'm thinking about he left the Colts and they have one of the better offensive lines in the game. You go to an XFL team in eight months or nine months, there's a great chance the offensive line is not going to be that good. So and you're going to be taking right, hits. But also the yeah. defenders are not going to be as fast coming true, after you. True, team. true, so true. So it's kind true. of a leveling out of the playing right. field, too. Yeah, it's maybe not it goes like back for, to the coaches. Maybe he coaches. Maybe well, he's 30, does. 31 maybe years old. It's not coaches. like Von Miller's lining up on the outside no, going true. up against yeah. a, you know, yeah. a fifth offensive no, tackle. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. you know, you don't have to worry right. about that. Yeah. So, it, you know, the speed of the game is not all that different. You know, and I also you mentioned about, you know, the Colts are moving on. They are with Brissett. Now it's Jacoby's job. Yeah. But. I mean, if he doesn't play well, Taz, and he struggles, and you know he doesn't prove to be the solution out in Indianapolis, you know, would uh, you know you'd be surprised eight nine months from now um, if Andrew Luck is feeling like he wants to come back that he comes back to the Indianapolis Colts, it would not surprise me. I mean, you know, I think they've they've moved on right now. They have to as a franchise, but now I think it's dependent on just how significantly they move on. On the play of uh, of Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, and we have some good sound uh, from Andrew Luck that we'll let you guys hear here in a second. Let's go out down to Houston and talk to John. Uh, listen, on 6.50 a.m. John, you're on with Taz and Moose. What's up? Hey, good morning, Taz and Moose. Uh, yeah, I just want to comment. This reminds me of a, a while ago. Troy Percival was a closer for the Angels, and he had injuries and aches and pains. And, and he retired, and he was helping his son's high school baseball team, and he was doing batting practice and things like that. Then after about a year... He felt great, you know. So I think this is similar. I just think mm. he's beat down emotionally right. and physically, and he has yeah. to constantly, constantly answer questions. Right. And I, th- I think he just needs a break. He right. A I, break. I think you're right, John. I think you're right. I, I think so. You think he comes back eventually? Eventually, yes, sir. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. We're in agreement. We agree. Yeah. yeah John, I mean, appreciate the call. We're in agreement because I. I I think that would be the the even a bigger surprise at 29 if he never picked up a football and played that football would again. That would be. That would be a surprise. That would definitely be a surprise. I mean, we're not yeah. talking – and we're talking about athletes playing longer until they're older, Taz. You look at where Tom Brady is now. Eli Manning's an older quarterback. Drew Brees is an older quarterback. Uh, you look at uh, Ben Roethlisberger, uh, Phillip Rivers. There's a lot of older quarterbacks in the National Football League with, you know, with the way guys train and mm. with what they do in the offseason. Seems to be lengthening out the careers with the way that they've made adjustments to the rules of when you can and when you can't hit quarterbacks as well. I think it's helped out the quarterback to be able to stay healthier mm. or be able to lengthen out their career even more. Yes, no, I agree. Uh, and that's the training and the evolution of yeah. training and nutrition um, is a huge part of that. So. No doubt. No doubt. Want to hear from you at 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Keep the calls coming. We've been spending a lot of time talking about Andrew Luck, his retirement from the Indianapolis Colts. We'll hear from Luck, Reich, Ballard, and Ursay. We'll do that next. It's Taz. It's Moose. It's a Monday morning. CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227.
It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, two more brought to you by the Home Depot, the next generation of home improvement with everything you need to do projects smarter. The Home Depot, more saving, more doing. Let's take a look at a player who is doing more for his team. Evan Longoria. Longoria had a go-ahead two-run single in the seventh inning as the Giants clipped the Athletics 5-4 to four out in Oakland against the A's. We'll hear from Andrew Luck and Frank Wright, Chris Ballard, Jim Mercer here uh, momentarily from what was the uh, rush presser yeah, on yeah. Saturday night announcing the ina- uh, retirement of Andrew Luck. Ryan Wilson will join us closing out this hour as well. Talk a little NFL, talk a lot about Andrew Luck with him. Uh, but Bokish is in the house. Second time this morning. Yeah, wow, it's great. Andrew, this. how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing well, guys. Thanks for having me one more time. I do appreciate you. You know, Andrew, you walked in, you walked in uh, and, and you missed. I was giving Moose uh, my top secret sangria recipe, which yeah. now you missed okay. out on, so you won't hear. Right. And I mean, I never will drink it either because you don't invite us. True. Anywhere. But you could also yeah, you buy the ingredients and make it yourself. It's right? not going to be the same. It's not going to be the same one. It's got to be made by it. you and your hands and your I, fruit. I, I was telling Moose, I make two sangrias. One's a heavier one, like a heavier one. Like more alcohol. Weight? No, not, no. no. Like, wise guy. Like more alcohol. <laughs> and the other one's more of a light one. Okay. I'll and take that one. So, yeah, right. It's perfect for you. Lightweight. But they're great. Like family functions. I, I'm known for my sangria. Like outside of the public. Nice. That should like, be the name of your podcast, Sangria and Suplex. I should, <laughs> that's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> Suplexes and sangria. I think that's a new podcast. There you go. Nice. Wow, if I can only get the people upstairs to return my emails, I would tell them about that one. How about that. <laughs> anyway, maybe I could be on that one. <laughs> mm. We have to be on the Mikey B Podcast Network. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Start with basketball drives. Start a basketball a basketball drive. No, Mikey B Podcast Network. That's got a ring to it. I agree. Basketball you, drives, yeah. sangria, uh, and suplexes. Idea. Right. Yeah. We'll have we'll have uh, what's his name, Evan Roberts. He's he's got a podcast. He's yeah. going there. Andrew Bogus baseball takes. Pete needs one, so I think we give Pete a show. That should yeah. be the name of Pete the Body's podcast. Pete needs one. Just call it Pete needs one. <laughs> Whatever that means, he just needs one. <laughs> <laughs> Something new every week. Moose could do <laughs> Moose and Monzo. Monzo. They could yeah. do that. Their Naira chatter. Yeah. You know, ponies, ponies are us, we'll call that yeah. one. <laughs> Mike, you're busy already. Could you handle such a network? I, or? I could, yes. This would be great. I'm telling Just you. pushing him out the door. Yeah, well, trying. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, really, we're good. We're doing Mikey B Podcast. Yeah. Just call it that. There's the Mike Baseglia Podcast yeah. Network. Meanwhile, Sam, could you produce a national radio show Monday through Friday, <laughs> week after week? Could that 6 be a thing? 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern. Yeah. Yeah, okay, good. Hello? Okay. All right. All right, great. Hey, Hello. Ben Roethlisberger, you might have heard this, guys, made his one and only preseason appearance last night in Nashville. It ended on a high note. Samuels is on the field with Ben, first and ten. He gets the snap, throws it for the end zone. Touchdown! What a play! Juju Smith-Schuster on a post pattern right to left, right down Broadway. That's Bill Hillgrove on Steelers Radio. That TD came after the Steelers defense took Marcus Mariota down for a safety. Big Ben finished 8 for 13, 63 yards, and that score over three series. Now he preps for week one. It was good to get out there, um, to get some kind of live looks and feels and things like that. Um, 
So we'll, I think that's an, that's good enough. We usually don't play in the fourth, so we'll be ready to go. Mariota went over three. Head coach Mike Vrabel pulled him after that safety. Ryan Tannehill and Logan Whiteside then sacked three times apiece. The Colts could have gone after nearly $25 million from the retiring Andrew Luck, but they will not. The financial settlement reportedly struck late last week. Antonio Brown has lost his fight with the NFL to wear his old helmet, but he'll win in the end, apparently. Agent Drew Rosenhaus telling SiriusXM NFL Radio multiple companies are ready to pay AB to wear a custom-made helmet. The nice. Ra- the Ra- of course. Him. More money. Uh, the Raiders are reportedly releasing veteran running back Doug Martin, and Case Keenum is officially Washington's starting QB. The Yankees took Clayton Kershaw deep. Hold on, remember that was a time here on the show. I used to be a Case Keenum guy when the show first started. Mm-hmm. You remember, right? And, yeah. And I was when he was with the Vikings. Once that kid left that Viking uniform, it all went downhill for him. So good luck to you, Redskins, Moose. So, yeah, I was you. never a Keenum guy. It went uh, downhill. I think it was the NFC Championship game. Yeah, against the Eagles. I we discussed that it. Viking I remember, uniform. Yeah, right? yeah I just was, liked them, but no more. And then that was it. Yeah, you're in trouble. <laughs> but uh, what's his name? The kid from Ohio State will be the starter there after a couple of weeks in, right? Probably. Don't you think? No, yeah. I think they're going to sit him for a while. Really? Yeah, they. So are. week two. No, no, I, no. The reports are no. I they draft him. They they he needs a lot of work, footwork, taking snaps from under center. Okay. Um. So they did not draft him, according to the, you know, uh, according to those talking to the coaching staff <laughs> that uh, you know he is going to sit for a while mm. because they feel like he needs time to be for them to work with him to get him ready to play an NFL game. But I do think, you know, uh, I do think the future's bright with him. Oh, they love and his talent. about Dwayne Haskins. That's yeah, what we're talking no, about. They, they, people, yeah, people they're, not down the on, they're not down on Haskins at all. They, right. I mean, but they, they also didn't draft him as a plug-and-play quarterback either. They mm. they knew that when they drafted him, they, they liked his arm strength. They liked his – but they, they needed to work with him to get him ready – to play in the NFL, and they're not—they don't feel comfortable throwing him into NFL regular season games as we as right now. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. That, well, you there got you got Case Keenum. Keenum. Yeah. yeah. Well, you right. Up beat. <laughs> Baseball last night, the Yankees beat Clinton Kershaw and the Dodgers in LA five-one. Manager Aaron Boone's proud. I feel like we match up well with a lot of a lot of people. We we got really good players, really good hitters. So left, right, if we're on top of our game. We, you know, those guys usually make it tough on the opponent. Yeah, whatever. Yankees starter Domingo Herman allowed only Jock Peterson's leadoff homer over six innings. The Cubs lost to the Nationals yesterday afternoon, 7-5 in 10 at Wrigley. That drops them two and a half games behind the Cardinals in the NL Central. But the wild card standings stay the same because the Phillies, Mets, and Brewers all lost yesterday as well. Philly 3-2 in Miami, New York 2-1 to Atlanta, and Milwaukee 5-2 to Arizona. I have done my job this hour. I have a score for you, USA and Canada. Another exhibition game before the FIBA World Cup in China next month. It is 76-54. The Americans had the lead. Four minutes left in the fourth quarter. So Canada paying the price yeah. for the U.S. Well, losing those, to those, Australia the, the, over the, the weekend. On the Canadian team, the twins, their names escape me. They're really... They're, uh, the Scrub Brothers. The Scrubs. Yeah, the yeah. Scrub the Brothers. Yeah. Yes. P and T Scrub. A combined two for 11 so far today against Team scrub USA. Brothers. The Scrub Brothers. Uh-huh. Or Scrub. I don't know what the Canadian yeah, pronunciation is. We're Americans. We say Scrub. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, Rory McIlroy won the FedEx Cup and its $15 million paycheck yesterday. A four-shot win over Xander Shoffley. Louisiana beat Curacao 8-0. They're the Little League World Series champ. The team is uh, from suburban New Orleans. Second straight win for an American team. 
And the U.S. Open tennis begins today. Novak Djokovic on the afternoon schedule. At night on center court, it's Serena Williams and Maria Sharapova. Guys? All right. Thank you, Andrew. Appreciate it. We've been mentioned about playing some of the cuts and some of the uh, uh, interesting comments uh, following uh, the game on preseason game, the Colts preseason game on Saturday night with the announcement that Andrew Luck was calling it a career. Let's hear from the quarterback himself. Here is Andrew Luck uh, talking about the injuries taking a toll. Four years or so, I've been in this cycle of injury, pain, rehab, injury, injury, pain, rehab, and it's been unceasing, unrelenting, both in season, both in and off season. And I felt stuck in it. And the only way I see out is, is to to no longer play football. It's taken my joy of this game away. Yeah, here he is talking about the expectations he felt like cut for Sammy that he could not meet. I love this team. I love my teammates. The folks in our building, the fans, the game of football. And as part of this team, as a member of this team, and because of how I feel, I know that I am unable to pour my heart and soul into this position, which would not only sell myself short, but the team in the end as well. And it's sad, but I also have a lot of clarity in this. Yeah, it seemed like he he came to a decision um, and pretty comfortable with that, Taz. But as we've talked a lot about before to get to this position, a lot of people have helped him out along the way. Uh, Here's a very emotional luck thanking those. In conclusion, my my folks who aren't here tonight, but mom, dad, Mayor, Emily, Ad. Uncle Will. my friends thank you and my wife Nicole thank you I love you yeah I mean listen, tough deal for him that's, that had to be a tough decision to make that's what I mean it's just you know it wasn't a knee jerk thing as you know it just you know he's been talking to, to Frank Reich about it for about a week and a half, two weeks. Yeah, I had multiple yeah. uh, multiple conversations with the uh, Colts owner, Jim Irsay, as well. Uh, an emotional scene on Saturday night. Uh, surreal if you're up late watching it. Here is uh, here's Frank Reich, the head coach of the Colts. Obviously, everything's changed for him on the retirement of number 12. Being in that room with him for the last 18 months was just the experience of a lifetime, a true competitor in every sense of the word, a great teammate, one of the truly unique players uh, to ever put on an NFL uniform and certainly to wear that horseshoe proud. Here's the Colts owner, Jim Ursay, on the retirement of Luck. We wish Andrew only the best, and, and we thank him for all his efforts that he's done as a Colt. And going forward, um, we have nothing but gratitude for him going to battle with us. And... Um, uh, trust me, we're going to be ready and show up in Los Angeles. I can promise you that. But right now, we're just thankful about what Andrew's meant to this city. I know uh, a lot of range of emotions go through our fans, and, and that's a, a natural thing. Yeah, and let's hear from Reich and, and Ballard on Jacoby Brissett. Not a not an enviable spot taken over for a legend, but an opportunity does present itself here he is. Brissett's now your new starting quarterback in Indianapolis. Let's hear from the head coach and the GM on the backup quarterback. Our organization, to have that kind of leadership, a quarterback to go from Andrew Luck to Jacoby Brissett, different kinds of leaders, but both elite leaders. I mean, these guys are both elite. Jacoby has those qualities. 
as a human being, as a as an athlete, this guy is is as good as they come as a teammate. We're not going to ask Jacoby Brissett to be Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck was a unique, unique player, but Jacoby Brissett is is a winning football player in this league, and he is an app. I think you hear what you, what Andrew said. Jacoby Brissett is a rare, rare leader. Oh, listen, they're high on him. Uh, yeah. Now he's yeah. got the opportunity test. Big kid, you know, Kobe, he's like 6'3", 6'4", you know, 230 pounds, 240 pounds, somewhere in that vicinity. You know, in the league a few years, you know, where, you know, with New England, he did, he did, he did pretty good at, you know, and playing for New England. The few games, you know, the games he played, he looked pretty good. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, you know what, I, I don't think it's the end of the world for the Colts. I don't. I think that he's, he's going to do a solid job. Like I said earlier to one of our callers, you know, that's the one thing people got to realize that, you know, Bissett has been working with the ones, but since the spring, right, Moose? Wouldn't you think? Since the spring, or since oh, I'm, I'm for a while, yeah, yeah for I mean, a while. So not, I mean, he started. He's played he's, with the one, right, right, I mean, right. Yeah, so, so I'm just saying. So he's in a rhythm. That's so important to be in a rhythm and a chemistry with all the other starters. So it's not like you know, Andrew Luck's been a starter and he's been healthy, and then Luck just said, "I'm done playing." Now we right. got okay. Now we got to work <clears> in Bissett right before the season starts. Yeah, you know what I mean. So he's been in the groove with them yeah, a little bit. You know? Now it's just a matter of performance. Performing right. right. Now good receivers, of, good old yeah. offensive line. Yeah, though, there's you know? things to work with. They, yeah. and they've got a GM that's got a clue. Right, right. Because right. Ballard's uh, right. was waiting for the right opportunity yeah. to become a general manager uh, and went to Indianapolis, and he knows how to evaluate talent. He's a really, does. really good general manager. We'll get the thoughts of Ryan Wilson, Taz. He uh, he's joined us a number of times. Covers the NFL, so for CBS Sports, CBS Sports HQ. Uh, he will join Taz and myself next. We'll talk a little luck. We get into anything else besides luck, Taz? Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll figure Taz it out. Taz and the Moose, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, college football back, and that means CBS Sports Network's team of experts returns to the studio to tackle all the hottest topics on the gridiron. Don't miss Inside College Football Tuesday night at 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific, only on the 24-hour home of CBS Sports. Let's welcome aboard right now. Ryan Wilson uh, covers the National Football League for CBS Sports, CBS Sports HQ. Ryan, Taz, Moose with you. Happy Monday, buddy. What's up, Ryan? Good morning, guys. How you doing, buddy? You know, Ryan, uh, you know, just stunned. I mean, I'm I'm still in stunned disbelief. I think Taz and myself both are that, that uh, Andrew Luck will not be playing quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, was there – I know Schefter broke the story, I mean, but was there – any vibe, any feel that Luck was kind of leaning or had any kind of conversation this way? I was on CBS Sports HQ 30 minutes before the news, Schefter broke the news, talking about with two other guys, okay, what are the Colts going to do if Andrew Luck isn't available through week two? Because at some point he's coming back. Can they survive two weeks yeah. with Jacoby Brissett? They have a week two game against the Titans, and I actually said that game could decide that division because if Andrew Luck isn't there and Jacoby Brissett has to play and that team isn't at full strength, it could come back to bite them in Week 17 where they're trying to wrap things up. Uh, Everything out the window 30 minutes later, Andrew Luck retires. I mean, 
I was going through it with some, some, some friends of just like the biggest, most shocking developments in NFL history. And I feel like this is it in a landslide. I know it just happened, and sometimes things that just happen, we over-exaggerate. Right, but right. I guarantee you that Chris Ballard would consider this the most shocking thing he's seen. Frank Reich, Jim Irsay, and obviously some of those Colts fans that I don't know what to think of, but they were booing and ripping off their Lux jerseys as they found out the news. But look, man, you saw that press conference later that night, Saturday night. Luck was tormented. He was down. He said, look, man, I've been in dark places. I've been doing injury rehab, injury rehab for four years. This is not getting better. And he even said, I don't envision coming back because you know that's going to be the next question as soon as some quarterback on another team gets hurt in six months. Uh, well, is Andrew Luck going to be uh, one of the guys that right, right. T-Mex targets? So it, it was a crazy development. And um, the Colts could be in worse shape, but this isn't the way you want to start the season. No, no. I mean, I, I want to ask you, right? Like, you know, Moose and I were talking earlier about it. I was, I was bringing up the fact, look, they got a good defense, the Colts. They got a really good offensive line, good receivers. You know, I mean, uh, you know, Brissett, I mean, how do you think Brissett will handle the new pressure coming his way, in your, in your, your opinion? I think he'll be fine, and I think we're sort of underrating how good he could possibly be. Uh, 2017, when he was traded days before the start of the season from New England to, to Indy, he was thrown in there, and that was a terrible football team, completely different in, in terms of the personnel. And he struggled early on, but he showed signs of being uh, a good football player. And the good news is he didn't play much last year. He learned Frank Reich's offense. He ran everything during offseason because I think Andrew Luck maybe played had two or three practices since the spring. He's been doing it all. He knows this offense as, right. as well as anyone. And, and you sort of hit at it, Has they have playmakers. And right. um, uh, uh, the Chris Ballard, excuse me, general manager, has been crushing these drafts. Last year, Andrew Luck was sacked 18 times. 2016, the last year he played, he was sacked 41 times. So there is a plan to protect the quarterback. There's a plan at running back with Marlon Mack. There's a plan at wide receiver with T.Y. Hilton. They got Devin Funches. They drafted Paris Campbell at Ohio State, who was a burner. And then you talked about a test of defense. Young, fast, and they have more young, fast guys on there. They got Justin Houston. So, I mean, in that division, they still have a really good chance. And you might even argue, and, and I might be on this bandwagon uh, before the start of the season, that they're still going to win it. Hmm. You know, uh, I'm curious, Ryan, do you think luck is an outlier, or do you think it's a sign of things to come? Very violent game, a lot of money young players are making. Um, you know, they could be financially set and secure by 28, 29, 30 years of age. Do you think this is maybe, you know, maybe not the less stunning retirement announcement we see in the foreseeable future? Uh, that's a great question, Moose. And here's the thing. Uh, you read people, read comments from people who are close to Luck and have known him forever. Bruce Arians was, just made some remarks about how he was disheartened by it because he knows how much Andrew Luck loves football and how hard this must have been for him. Here's the other thing. Andrew Luck has a flip phone. So that, to me, says he saved his money. He probably has his first paycheck from week one. I did not know. He really has a flip phone? I didn't know that. Really? Oh he, yeah, he has a flip phone. So he ain't spending <laughs> extravagant oh in terms of what he's spending. God. So he probably is set no matter what happened. And other people who are 28, 29, and if I were that way, 28, 29, I'd be burning through it oh, like there was no too. tomorrow. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, some people have obligations. Some people play because they have nothing else to do. Andrew Luck could do any number of things outside of football and be extremely successful at it. So I do, and there's a lot of pressure. Look at some of the comments from some of the former players and, and media people. They're like, man, you're giving up on your team. I can't believe you're doing this. Yeah. And, and even those fans that I talked about that immediately started booing this man as he walked off the field, having no idea that Schefter had broken the news, and he admitted to hearing the, the boos and admitted that it hurt. It bothered him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so uh, I think 
even if some people want to, and you know, we see this in all walks of life, that they it, they won't have the fortitude to do it because of what Andrew Luck has gone through. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, Moose and I talked a lot earlier about the whole booing situation, and you know, it's tough. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I I look at Angelo as a guy who's just uh, just was had an amazing career for the, as much as he played. The poor kid's been hurt a lot. He's still young. You know, maybe he comes back eventually, but I look at him as a guy that just was, was special. At a Stanford special, <clears throat> but the Colts was special. How do you think, Ryan? How do you think fans and the public will remember Luck? You know, and I'm, I'm, part of me wonders, Taz, when they were booing, if they were, weren't booing Andrew Luck, they were booing how their good fortune went from we're going to win the division and possibly the Super Bowl to, oh, my God, what are we going to do next? Right. And, you know, there is no sort of universal sign for I'm extremely upset right now when you're with 30,000 people. And, and maybe that's it. But I'm with you, man. Andrew Luck is an amazing talent who had – unbelievably bad luck with these injuries. It was one thing after the next, and every injury that followed seemed to be worse than the one that preceded it. And, and there was some conversation, crazy talk about, okay, is he a bust now because he only played six seasons? I talked to a Bengals fan who was like, man, I would take, if you told me I could get Andrew Luck's record just for six seasons and go to those playoff games and win those playoff games, I am sign me up wherever, whenever. I am taking that. The amount of success he brought to that Colts team that was in the dumps after they got rid of Peyton Manning and they won whatever two games in 2011, and they drafted had the good fortune of getting Andrew Luck. I mean, who, where would that organization be now if they hadn't stumbled upon Andrew Luck? Oh, so I, I mean, this guy is a transcendent talent. Just bad luck, man. I, I, I think he's not going to be a Hall of Famer because of the injuries. But if he had played three more years and had the success we've, we've seen him have, then we're having that conversation. Yeah, you know what the scary, the, the sad thing is, Ryan. If he had Ballard at the start of his career. Oh. We're probably Absolutely. we're not talking about Andrew Luck calling it a career on Saturday night. Absolutely, and, and you know there, there's a lot of like finger pointing going. Whose fault is this, and the injuries and all that? But I, I don't. Ryan Grigson wasn't great at his job, and we can all agree on that. And, and Chuck Pagano was fired because he couldn't win football games. But I think Chris Ballard, what he has done with that organization, he has been an unbelievable find for Jim Irsay. In a lot of ways, made this post luck world in Indianapolis may be okay to deal with. Because, like I said, I think Brissett's going to surprise some people. And all the other pieces are nearly in place to have success, especially in a division that's, that's up for grabs. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. I mean, yeah, it's, it's crazy. And it's, we were all shocked. You remember where you were? Like, so you, were, you said you were at the – where were you? You said at the top. You were – when you I found was, out. I was at home, and I had been doing uh, CBS Sports HQ talking about the game tonight. So oh, I, okay. I had just started watching the Miami-Florida game because I was – tape delaying it, and someone texted me and said, uh, we might have to get back on. So what happened? Because I had no idea, and they thought I was joking, but clearly no joke. Um, Ryan, you know, it, there's been some criticism of Schefter. Uh, you know, you're in the information game as well. Um, you have that story? Uh, are you reporting it right away? No. Listen, man, if I don't do it, someone else is doing it. And this isn't like Schefter reporting on um, JPP's uh, the – the medical information about his hand back in the day that you know that that potentially was a violation of, of his rights or whatever as medical privacy rights this is news someone he didn't make it up someone gave it to him so then the question becomes where did he get it to sort of make andrew luck look like a schmuck while he's at the stadium for the last time and no this isn't this isn't on adam Schefter at all i don't know where the information came from and i'm not going to speculate but it didn't make uh, Andrew Luck looked good or feel good, but no. at the end of the day, if Adam Schefter's like, no, nah, you know what, this isn't right, I guarantee you 
30 seconds later, someone else is tweeting out that news, and we're, we're still here having this conversation. Yeah, I'm, I'm like on the fence with it. I, and Moose was you know, making, making a lot of the same points and making sense, similar to your points just there, right? You just made there. But, you know, it is right. Like, and I get that. And I understand it's a competitive business, breaking the news out there, getting the scoop. I mean, I understand that. But as a former athlete, I'm like, you know, something like this. I mean, I don't know how Schefter could have did it. Maybe just get out there that you have something, like tease it. I don't know what that is, but I don't know. I just put myself in Andrew Luck's shoes, and I'm like, oh, geez, what a, just a bad deal. But no, I, absolutely. Because yeah, he's at that football game. He said at the press conference, the impromptu press conference, the one he had planned for 24 hours later, that I just wanted to be out here because I knew it might be the last time I was throwing at Lucas Oil Stadium. The next thing you know, uh, he didn't check his flip phone because he doesn't have social media on it, but someone must have told him. He's walking off the field, he hears the booze, and he has to scramble to have this press conference, which he hadn't, play- he hadn't even told the players yet. So in that sense, I'm with you 100%. But I guarantee you, if it wasn't Schefter, it would have been someone else right behind him who probably had that story. Yeah. Hey, Ryan, we appreciate it, bud. Thanks for the comments. Thanks for always popping on. Have yourself a great Monday, all right? Thanks, you Ryan. You too. Thank you, guys. Take you care. got it. Ryan Wilson covers the National Football League, CBS Sports, CBS Sports HQ. I like Ryan. Yeah, Ryan does a good job. He does a good job. Um, come back. We got the three for you. It's going to be a lot about Andrew Luck, but we got uh, the three biggest storylines that you need to know about on this Monday morning. Two down, one to play with Taz Moose. You know where you're at. CBS Sports Radio. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 